You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Uh, Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. We are live here from Rapid City, South Dakota at the Mustard Seed Catholic Store. Um, I'm Jordan Miller with my co-host here, Laura Hawk. Um, And we, um, before we get to our next interview, did you know that there is a Real Presence radio app? There you can listen live or find the podcast of previous shows just like this one. Um, So look for it in the App Store. Um, Right now we have... um, our friend Becky Linder here on location with us at the Mustard Sea. So welcome, Becky. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. It is a true treat, Becky. It's really good to be here. Um, so uh, Becky joined us at the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Help with Mike um, last year for Alpha in the spring and um, has just had a beautiful encounter with the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. It's been incredible to witness it. Um, yeah, yeah, he has been in pursuit. Um, so why don't you tell our listeners just to begin with a little bit about yourself? Okay. Awesome. Well, I was born here in Rapid City, but I was raised East River in a town called Hartford. Um, Graduated in 2006 from West Central and then uh, actually went to USD and got my degree, my bachelor's degree in alcohol and drug studies and then went on and pursued my master's in addiction studies. Um, Mm. But all of that's great, but I don't use it. (laughs) Actually, I work full time here in Rapid City, which is what brought me back out here is my work. Um, for the Army National Guard. And so I've been working full-time with the National Guard on and off in different capacities since 2008. And I joined in 2005 when I was a junior in high school. So You've been with them a long time. Yeah. You know, like, uh, through all the studying of of your college. Yeah. (laughs) It's been awesome. You know, they provide a lot of benefits and Mm -hmm. stuff, so it's been good. So, But during that, I had a little boy. Uh, His name is Carter. He's 13 years old now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baseball player. Baseball player. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, getting getting heavy into the season here. He's a catcher here. He plays with a couple different local teams, and so he's just a joy to watch. But, yeah, so I've been here in the Rapid City area now since 2018, uh, August of 2018. So, yeah, a little bit about me. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. good. Can you tell us a little bit, Becky, about what your faith was like growing up? Yes, I'd love to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you've told this story many of times. No, that's okay. Um so growing up, I was raised Lutheran, ELCA, um, so uh, baptized and confirmed in pretty much the same church, uh, Christ Lutheran Church in Hartford, and so I always thank my mom because she drug my butt to church every single Sunday, so good. no matter what, and so I'm always thankful for her to help me be devout in that, and so I've always craved that, you know, I need, I need church, mm-hmm. I need the Lord, I need uh, some t- sort of spiritual life in my, or in my life and um so yeah i was i was raised and grew up uh, lutheran and like i said after i had carter i tried uh going to different lutheran churches in sioux falls and um and then a couple non-denominational churches or uh, different protestant churches and mm-hmm. stuff so um but that's kind of what what i my background is yeah, yeah. so you were a regular church goer though so that's, yeah. yeah that's good, good. Yeah. yeah and then and then when were you first uh, exposed to catholicism or how did you make your journey to to the cathedral Becky? yeah so it kind of kind of different so my mom was actually raised catholic okay mm-hmm. and then um, she married my dad and they're divorced um, and he was lutheran and unfortunately he was kind of like well i'm not gonna go to the, i'm not gonna convert to Catholic. 
Catholic. So mm-hmm. I settled on Lutheran, and that's fine. And um, and so I was exposed to it because my mom's side of the family is pretty much Catholic. Mm-hmm. So even as a little girl, um, we would go to Hill City and the, okay. and the church up there. That's where my mom was raised and so um and that was always awesome just different experiences and you know I didn't really know what what really it all meant you Mm -hmm. know the differences and stuff but I just remember it was beautiful and um and so I was I was really first exposed then and then again I went and I kind of stayed Lutheran and then actually when I went to basic training okay um they have church they offer church every Sunday and we're allowed to go and I actually chose to go to the Catholic church Mm. and I didn't I didn't I didn't go to the Lutheran or the the different Protestant services they offered I always find myself kind of connecting with um just the more structured and just the more um I love you know the Lord's Prayer and the Apostles or Nicene Creed and just um you know just per professing our faith and what we believe in and receiving communion and um so that was that's kind of where i i I continued to connect with it but i was always comfortable with the lutheran Mm -hmm. faith and so um yeah then moving forward uh here with me today i have my fiance mike krizelis and uh he grew up catholic and um you know it's always really important as we move through our relationship and we just needed uh, to become one in our spiritual faith. And so I decided to kind of take the leap and say, you know what, I love God no matter what, but I'm, I'm really curious to see what the Catholic faith can bring me. And he was like, yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> I like that. I, like that. <laughs> I would love that. And that's why I want to marry you. <laughs> because I really was not scared to take that step. I mean, you know, I would go to church with him and uh, at Our Lady of Perpetual Help, and uh, it's always, like I said, beautiful, a little intimidating at first, not knowing or receiving, you know, the full sacraments and really truly understanding everything. And I had another friend, Stephanie Kinsella. I'd be remiss if I did not mention her because mm. she uh, is so strong in her faith and answered a lot of my questions. In fact, I went to. Um, St. Therese a couple times with her and I'd be like, Hey, why do we do that? (laughs) What is that about? What does that mean in the middle of mass? And she was like, Oh yeah. She would just answer all my questions and be there. And I'd text her little things and even picking out like my confirmation saint and everything. She gave me, she gave me all the little books, (laughs) the kid ones that they sell here at the mustard seed. And we would just read them. Oh, you know, and so she was a great overview. Like I learned like, you get a lot of bang for your buck with those little <laughs> kid books. And, you know, for yeah. me not even understanding, you know, what really, at the time, what, what saints yeah. are, you know. And, and and at that time when I was picking a saint, I did. But just like, wow, there are so many and so many to choose from. Like, yes. how do you choose? Yeah. And so she even gave me a couple ideas. She's like, I think, you know, maybe this one or this one. I actually did end up going with that one. I found one that I really connected with, St. Catherine but of Siena. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she's, she was just awesome. So just kind of with both of their helps, Mike and Steph's help, um, we joined Alpha yes. last year uh, so with you, Laura. And uh, it was just so cool because I'm like, well, if I'm going to do this, and I'm one, <laughs> if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it and I'm going to go all in mm-hmm. because I want to know how what it means, you know, yeah. what it really feels like. Is this right? And so um, Alpha, not necessarily, you know, Catholic base, but really mm-hmm. just more of a, you know, hey, this is why the Lord's important to us. And this is why we believe. And, and um, provides that community. Yeah. You know, and, yes. and Becky, what you say, like, if you're doing it, you're doing it. Could yes. not be more true. Like, <laughs> listeners, there were countless weeks when Becky would be joining us. Uh, of course, it was an online. 
online yes. alpha because of COVID, but she would join us from her car as uh, as she stepped away from <laughs> Carter's uh, bat- baseball, baseball game. Mm-hmm. You know, like there was not a time that she missed that um, that it wasn't possible for her. Yes. And, yeah, and you just soaked it in, you know, like from a from a um, a side of, from someone who could witness it, like the Lord, um, the Lord is truth, and you were open to receiving that, and you did, and yeah. He didn't disappoint, yeah. you know, no. um, not like, and it's just so cool to then, you know, like Alpha uh, came to a close, and then to see how you journeyed into our RCIA program, yeah. and and Brett was excited, and you oh. know, and like the whole church truly celebrated <laughs> uh-huh. your entrance at Easter, <laughs> you know, like it was. It was a beautiful moment for yes. for many and yeah. Many. And I think so. it's fun to see too, like as I know some of the pastors who are, you know, Father Christensen who has Alpha there now, and Father Tim who's trying to move it, like get it at their parish, and some of the other priests around town that are, you know, looking into Alpha. But I think like you're the success story. Like that was oh. that was the that's the goal is to get you know people who maybe are on the fringes a little bit or just interested or want to know more enter this program, and then the hopes are like. Yeah, they're going to be, um, like, all of these thought-provoking questions that Alpha um, gives us then to, like, see it through the lens of the Catholic Church. I think, like, that's mm-hmm. that's the goal is to have people like you who, you know, want to know more um, and are available, like, at the Catholic Church to then enter RCAA right away. Um, and the way Father Christensen has the setup there, too, you know, where we do it three different times a year. So for people that don't have to wait nine months to then like start RCIA. Yeah. Yeah. And so that it's just like pretty seamless, I guess. Um, and to like really take people where they're at. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think you're a product of what the, what they were like, what they had in mind was that like their, yeah, their vision, it worked, you know? And so I think, um, yeah, it's cool to have you here and to be able to share that with us. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. In fact, and actually in between alpha and RCIA, we did Catholicism 201 oh, that Brett sure. put on, yeah. and that was really a cool intro for us. It was a, it was pretty. I mean, it was detailed, but it was an intro, and mm-hmm. just kind of said, "Okay, Alpha, and this is Catholicism 201. So if you really want to take the leap, mm-hmm. let's you know, yeah, take so, part in this." Yeah, for our listeners who aren't aware, Catholicism 201 is a, is a course that. Uh, Brett Eckert, the Cathedral of Our Lady of Perpetual Helps Director of Evangelization, has put together with um, with just the next step on on common questions regarding the Catholic faith and, and what we believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like seven weeks of, yep. of um, questions or topics such as Mary and the sacraments and, yes. and so forth. Mm-hmm. Now, through your journey with that or, or RCIA, were there any um, any um, like misconceptions with the Catholic faith that were really um, brought to better understanding? <laughs> So, and I wouldn't even call them misconceptions because I never, like I said, I really tried to have an open mind and an open heart. Um, I would say there's definitely people along the way that were like, oh, you're going to go drink the Kool-Aid or join the cult or, you know, the cult. and I'm like, you know, of course, me getting defensive. I have a defensive personality. So I'm like, no, um, actually, I'm going to get more, you know, connected with the Lord. And and really, all of those things just became more meaningful. And they're just like, just amazing I mean, they're just, I don't know, additions or whatever you call them to what I believed in growing up because we didn't really, you know, honor Mother Mary and we didn't, we didn't talk about saints at all, Mm -hmm. you know, growing up and at least now that I recall or remember, you know, and so I'm just learning those and how powerful and connected they, more connected they make you with um, Jesus and our, and our Savior and um, it's just so meaningful and so learning more about those, um, 
was a blessing and I had a lot of questions, you know, and, but I was, I really tried to keep an open mind and then really tried to help me understand it. And every single person I had along the way helped me understand it in a way that I could help teach it myself. Oh, great. And so then I was like, no, this is actually why, you know, we honor mother Mary, or this is why the saints are involved in the Catholic faith. Not, okay. you know, in, in, you know, you don't have to believe in that, but this is why I choose to believe in those things. And that's why those help me make me stronger in my faith. And so, and you know, really when you can understand it, um, it just really helps you that much further in your journey, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have a long way to go with, uh, you know, learning saints. And even yesterday, uh, with Bishop Peter's, um, homily, you know, he talked about St. Thomas and, um, just learning, you know, I never understood or, or heard, heard the, yeah. that message before and I'm like oh wow that's so cool you know mm -hmm. but you can connect it and like and then now you know you know where to go find those things and yes. I mean the, the, yeah. the mustard is <laughs> a great resource for that too <laughs> um, but yeah and so you know yeah. yeah I never really had any misconceptions or anything um, you know but like I said just just understanding myself where to where to where to go sure. and, and how to help others learn you know why I'm choosing this mm. step yeah so. Well, thank you, Becky, for being with us. We're going to run yeah. to a break real quick, but we'll be right back here on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Father Anthony Craig from the Diocese of Duluth. I really want to thank my parents today for giving me the faith of Jesus Christ and teaching me the ways of prayer, praying over us uh, when we were sick, showing us uh, self-sacrifice. My father actually was a deacon, a permanent deacon in the church, and he would bring us along as kids, because there were six of us kids, and he would bring us along to hospital visits or to work in the food shelf and doing all these various things for people in the community. And I learned ways of serving others through that, through watching my dad. And then my mom, she also was very self-sacrificial of herself. She wore the same pair of tennis shoes for about 10 years to show us that she didn't care about herself as much as the rest of us. And we got new shoes for every school year. We had all of what we needed and most of what we wanted. And the, the Lord really provided a, a great example in my parents to show me the way to really Christian servitude and prepared me for the priesthood. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. 
Well, welcome back, listeners. Uh, my name is Laura Hawk, and I'm here with uh, Jordan Miller here in Rapid City, South Dakota. We're joined by, Be- by Becky Linder, who is uh, a new Catholic as of Easter Vigil this year. Uh, she came into the church at the cathedral, um, and it's just, uh, it sounds like it's just been um, great beauty ever since. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, it really has been. Yeah. It's so, now you, it's been such a blessing. Yeah, you mentioned. Um, at the beginning of our, our time together that you uh, weren't too sure about which saint you were going to select and then Catherine of Siena kind of stood out to you. Mm-hmm. I want to go back to that because she's one of my top ladies. Uh, so tell me why you chose St. Catherine of Siena. Well, I think she's just so powerful. She never gave up. And I feel like so often in my own life, I deal with even people that maybe challenge me or mm-hmm. um, when I'm like, no, I, this is, and I kind of just put my foot down, you know, yeah. and she chose, you know, not to, um, to follow in everybody else's footsteps, not do everything everybody else wanted her to do and, you know, chose to not get married. And then she was so powerful that she got the Pope to come back, you <laughs> so, know. That's a crazy person, <laughs> to, per- that's a crazy person to put yeah. your foot down to. Right, <laughs> yeah, you're like, no, actually, you belong here. <laughs> So you need to come back, you know, and just, um, and then just, you know, my sister's a nurse and she's the patron saint of nurses and, Mm. and that was really special to me and my mom's a nurse too. And so just, you know, praying to her to help uh, those and just in this crazy time that we have going on and it just kind of spoke to me. And then, um, just all of the, I just like it and then the time in my life that I chose her, I was like, Oh no, that's the one. I mean, (laughs) she was so just spoke to me so powerful and, um, you know, and just her stigmata of what she experienced, you know? And, um, so that's kind of a little, little piece of it. Can you tell us who were, who like your runner ups were? Joan of Arc. (laughs) This is all making sense. (laughs) Yeah. There's a theme. So really those were the top two. Um, at one point, Oh, St. Monica spoke mm-hmm. to me just because uh, she's the mother of St. Augustine, Augustine yep, right? Yep. And um, I don't know, crazy child, wild child by any means, but just the St. Peter, you know, and, and he was, you know, crazy-ish. I shouldn't say crazy, but a little St. Augustine wild. was yeah. crazy. And then, you know, moved you know, further into church. And right now, you know, pray for my, my kiddo. I love him dearly, um, but he's struggling a little bit, a little confusion on, okay, why did mom choose to go you know, from the Lutheran faith to the Catholic faith. And I've tried to explain it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's kind of got his foot down a little bit and um, resisting, you know, maybe a little that's just, you know, Mike and I's relationship and moving forward with change and stuff. And I know he'll come around. Father Brian's been so inspirational in that. Mm-hmm. Just like, no, give him time. You know, it'll come and just keep, you know, introducing him and learning, you know, helping him learn more about it. And he'll come around. And so that kind of spoke to me a little bit too with St. Monica mm-hmm. and stuff and just being like, oh, yeah, okay, you know, he'll come around. Yeah. <laughs> And, but yeah, that's good. And Becky, yeah. another question, like yeah. aside from like, like the Lord himself more fully, what would you say your, your, uh, your coming into the Catholic church has provided you? Oh man. Besides community as well. And people, yeah. I mean, T- touch on that. The that's community great. of people. That's not very typical. Yeah. What people say about the Catholic church. Really? That there's oh. a lot of community, you know, like. I, yeah. We're not very welcoming people is kind of the stereotype. And, and so I would, I would, yeah, I was, I will touch on that. I, I would say it's the exact opposite, you know, and a lot of times, even in Sioux Falls, um, I was, uh, a lot of my friends and, and even some of my family were going to some of those non-denominational or Protestant churches and, and I, that's fine. I felt good there too and felt, uh, you know, I like to sing and worship and stuff. Uh, didn't necessarily feel a community as much there either, but when I, 
when, when Mike and I uh, started to get more involved in the church, um, just every single person we ran into was so excited for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what age they were. They were, I mean, I mean, from probably 60s, 70s, you know, even coming into the, the Catholic, the mustard seed here, everyone is so excited oh, wow. for us. And so, um, yeah, just moving along the way. And now, I mean, you know, going through marriage prep, we've met Dory and Eric O'Connor and then um, Angela Weber. We have oh, just fun. reached out to her. Hopefully she'll play piano at our at our wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't, I just She's emailed great. her. So. She's great. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, I mean, you just meet so many people and everyone's so happy for you. They're, they're so willing to answer any questions. They're non-judgmental. No matter, that's probably the misconception is people are like intimidating. People are going to judge you for whatever. And it's the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, you know, where you come from, what your background is, what you're doing in the church, the ceremonial piece of it. You know, if you're just willing and have an open heart to learn, people are going to be there for you yeah. all yeah. the time. What would you say is, you know, something that you'll take into your marriage then to like becoming Catholic and, you know, how has that kind of affected your relationship? Um, I would probably just say, um, I mean, we've really grown it was a, a little intimidating. I keep using that word to uh, even just pray together, talk about God mm-hmm. together, to pray in front of the kids. And um, But they are so open to it as well. And just keeping that faith is the number one central focus in our yeah. marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then just being able to share that, hopefully, eventually with others. Um, but just, just keeping that faith alive in our marriage and knowing that that's going to get us through anything, mm-hmm. yeah. anything. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, there really is more for our, our Catholic church to be celebrating yeah. with your guys's marriage. That's, that's September 18th. September 18th. Okay, good. I just, I talked, to a, I just talked to another bride yesterday who's getting married that same day. Really? And, yeah. At our lady of the block Hills. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. 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 Congrats to them. Yeah. That's very special. That's good. Yeah. I really so. do think, uh, it, it goes back to that, um, which father Christensen first shared with me that, um, like, the more you, the more you know of our faith, the more you love it. Mm -hmm. And the more you, you love it, the more you want to know, you know, and it's just this, this beautiful funnel of, of, of being led to the Lord. And, and it's a true desire, you know, it's Mm -hmm. not based on obligation or, or feeling the guilt or anything like that. But like, it's just, it's something way out of this world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's nice because we can never like, like Catholicism doesn't really end, you know, it's like, we can never know it all, you right. know? So it's like the more you want to learn, there's always more to learn, Yeah. you know, no, no matter what stage or how long you've been Catholic or been studying, there's always more to learn. And it's mm-hmm. good. It's yeah. good news. It is the good news. It's amazing. Yeah. Have you, it. Uh, we're coming up on the close of the, of our segment, but before we do, I'm curious, is there any, um, like relationships or, um, people at work that have like um, noticed this this journey that you've been on and and um, taken note of it. Um, well, I've, I've definitely have shared it. Okay, you know I don't know if even better. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if anybody's actually came up to me and said, yeah, I, I noticed a change um, in me specifically, probably because I've just had kind of a faith background mm-hmm. in general, but. Um, even my boss, chief of staff, uh, his name is Colonel Petrick, you know, he, he does get pretty excited for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he goes to Blessed Sacrament mm-hmm. and, um, and some of the other gals that I wouldn't think to normally, you know, maybe just conversate with. Um, but they're just, they're just so willing to talk about it. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
but I, you know, just making a, a big change in my life, just really trying to hone in on that and, and making it part of my everyday life, you know, whether yeah. it's playing uh, Father Mike Schmitz, you know, on my YouTube, <laughs> you know, and just, just having that presence with me all the time, even in that work setting. Okay. So, yeah. Very cool. Great. Yeah. Becky, well, thank you for being on with us. Um, it was cool and refreshing to hear your journey to the Catholic Church. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Eli for our preview of the next show. Hey, thanks. We've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That'll be hosted by Dr. Chris Bergwald and Heather Carroll, coming to you live from the Diocese of Sioux Falls in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. They'll start off the show with Deacon Mike McEwen of the Diocese of New Ulm. It's Understanding the Divine Will, Part 2. Then Amanda Jensen and Father Russell Kovash from the Diocese of Bismarck will bring with us to give you a way to put your marriage back together. Plus, plus Mara McKeegan will tell us about Saved by the Lamb and a giveaway. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. Well, Jordan, we've had a great show. <laughs> when you look over the past uh, two hours, we uh, first visited with Mario Rangel and, and how to run a construction business um, with a Catholic perspective. Um, and then with Dominique from Catholic Social Services to talk about the response to mental health and, and how we can mm -hmm. equip people in our community to know that. Um, we learned about Trinity Heights and the great <laughs> statues outdoors <laughs> enclosed with Becky. So, um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot going on in our World it's a faith. it's a real gift to be able to host shows like this and talk to people who you know aren't normally in our regular circle of you know ministry um you know and i've known the wrangle family a long time but it's always refreshing to see how you know an involved catholic family with many kids um many kids of theirs that i even know you know so i can encounter their family every day and how he is able to you know run a run a business um, through the lens of the Christian faith, and um, you know, like he was saying, like help bring his employees to Christ, even though they may not know it, you know. And so I think that's a, I think Mario and his business are a real gift um, to our community here in the Diocese of Rapid City. Yeah, there's just so many ways to witness to the faith, you know, from from that work to to knowing how to um, how to respond to those around us that may be struggling mm -hmm. with mental health. Um, mm -hmm. I think our show has uh, covered a lot of areas, but, but um, <laughs> just the workings of the Catholic faith out in the world. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So. And I think that was like when Dominique was here too, I think it was eye opening for me to like, even working in the, for the Catholic school systems here is like, yeah, that could be very beneficial for even the, the work that I do and the work um, of the teachers here and the administration. So um, yeah, what a great gift to be here in the Diocese of Rapid City and just to be able to witness and talk to people who live here and are doing it every day, you know, yeah. and so I think, um, Truly. yeah, we have a we have a gift and a treasure here in the Diocese. Yeah. Well, dear listeners, this comes to a close for today's edition to, of Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us, and I hope between the snow and the fact that it's Monday, you can still uh, go out and seize this day. Um, God bless, yeah. and listen next on Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live.
on the Real Presence Radio Network.